the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Billy Graham has passed away. He was 99. I remember Billy Graham from my childhood. My grandparents, I think, almost dressed up to sit in front of the television and watch his crusades. And as kids, we were like, oh, no, not a crusade again. Because grandma and grandpa would, I mean, we had to eat dinner early. We lived in the West. We'd eat dinner early and we would watch the crusades. And so my, my earliest memories of Billy Graham are all connected to my grandparents. He was a man from a different time. Billy Graham uh, is probably the only televangelist that didn't discredit himself. He prayed with presidents, I think since FDR, Truman, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, all the way to George W. Bush. I've told the story before about the time that I met him. I, I for about a year, I had been feeling I, I, I there's some, I have to talk to Billy Graham about something, and I don't know what it is. And a friend of mine said, well, have you called him? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've called him. He's not, you know, (laughs) he's not interested. And then I was standing in the lobby of my office. And we were about to tell Fox that we were leaving. And I thought to myself, I just, I have to talk to Billy Graham. And I said that to who I was, the guy I was talking to by there by the elevators. I just have to talk to him. Have you tried calling? Yes, I've tried calling him. That afternoon, Billy Graham called my office and said, could you come to my house on Sunday? Uh, okay. Do you have an address? Can I put it in my GPS? I have. Never been there before. We got all dressed up. He was casual. And I took my family. And at first, Billy and I were only supposed to meet for about 30 minutes. And we went into his office. And we sat down. And we started to talk. And I'll, I'll never forget, he sat really close. He had me pull my chair really right next to him. And I, and I said to him, Billy, I, I don't know, I don't know what we're supposed to, what I'm supposed to get out of this, but I, I felt compelled that I'm, I'm supposed to talk to you about something. 
and he started to cry. And he said, I am so sorry. I feel like I failed you. I said, why would you say that? And he said, I haven't prayed. I haven't prayed for the answer that you're looking for. I said, Reverend Grandin, you know better than that. It'll appear. My biggest regret is that we... He helped me. I'm not sure I helped him in any way, shape, or form. He said to me, Glenn, I, I have one more sermon in me. Something that's keeping me up at night. I just have to address America. I, I have one more sermon. And I listened to him with such passion. He said, America has got to hear my message. He said, but I don't know, humbly, he said, I don't know if anybody would buy a ticket or come to see me. And he said, I just don't have the energy to put it all together. I said, Reverend Graham, I just booked Cowboy Stadium in Dallas. Just sold all the tickets. And I know I was supposed to do it. I, I don't know yet what the Lord wants me to say. But I know he's telling me now, take it. It's already sold. People are already coming. I don't even have to show up. Just take it. Preach your sermon. His eyes lit up. For about two weeks, I talked to his daughter, Ruth. She said he was... He was up and you know, rehearsing his voice, and in the end, he decided that he didn't have the strength to do it. But his message was, America, come back to God. Turn away from all of this and come back to God. It's your last call. We talked about life and we talked about mistakes and he was he was very emotional in our we both were. He said I've made so many mistakes done so many things wrong he said but I tried I really tried and I've asked forgiveness every step of the way and then he looked at me and with piercing blue eyes he leaned right into me and he said I am not afraid to die with joy I know where I'm going I know there's forgiveness. All of my mistakes. I have 
beg the Lord to forgive, and I know Him, and I'm not afraid. It was one of the most powerful moments I've ever had. Billy Graham was not your typical preacher. Billy Graham was a friend of mine. Billy Graham I told him I was leaving Fox and he said, "What? Let me call Rupert." And I said, "No, no, 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 no. It's my choice." He said that doesn't sound like something that comes from God. Why would you Why would you do that? I said we've prayed on it an awful lot. That doesn't sound like something the Lord would tell you. Somebody in the room said, well, you know that he's Mormon as a slam. Billy looked at that individual and said, I'm quite aware of that. He turned around and he grabbed my hand and he said, tell me how you know. I told him, He said, tell me about your relationship with Christ and with God. And I told him, and we were both crying. And he held my hand and slapped the top of it. And he looked to the other person in the room and said, he sure sounds Christian to me. It was shortly after that that the Mormons were removed from the, I don't know, witchcraft list or whatever that list was he was open and kind and giving america has lost a spiritual father A man of real joy. A man without guile. A man who prayed for our country every single day. A man who had seen a lot and believed we were capable of much greater things. A man who worried that we were dividing ourselves. And a man who is calling us back to reason. Billy Graham. 99. Well done, good and faithful servant. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.